And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. Luke Smith with Envision Financial. Happy New Year, mate. Man, happy New Year. Great to see you. Uh, I think you'll do the talking from here on in because <laughs> I can't even tell the bloody time. <laughs> I think we're all excited that 2020 was over. So, Well, yeah, yeah. But, Let's uh, run with that. Yeah, well, I don't know. I play on New Year's Day. I was on uh, for my sins very early in the morning, and I played it yesterday once more because I figured it was. <laughs> I right. like it. Did you make any New Year's resolutions, by the way? Um, look, I just try and make them during the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I make them during the year, but I break them before they. Yeah, I'm one of those sort of people. I need something to chase, so I'll sort of I'll try and you know a bit like what we're going to talk about mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. I'll have some short term, some medium term, and some longer term goals, and try and sort of dovetail them into yeah. each other. Just because I find if I become disenfranchised the baby goes out with the bathwater <laughs> so and that's really you know what we're going to talk about today yeah. which is, is which quite is new year's with. resolutions how yeah. do, okay how can people approach the new year in relation to their finances is it yeah. going to be a good year for them look i think you know whilst we are into january and 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 you know 2020 is in the rearview vision mirror which everybody's quite excited about it's a good opportunity to sort of take stock of what's going to happen and prepare for 2021 mm. in an organized time frame and, 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 and mindset. So I think the big takeouts for people are that what I said before, short term, mm. medium term and longer term. Because if you think about your finances, your general financial education, your understanding, your, your engagement with something that you may not be across completely, the important thing to keep in mind is that it's a work in progress. And that's why I say short term, medium term and longer term goals. Because if I said at the start of the year, right, I'm going to lose 20 kilos, which probably wouldn't be a bad thing. Um, I, was to, I wasn't going to mention it. <laughs> I've got 20 to lose, but, you know, we'll keep that between me, you and the people you're <laughs> going to tell. Um, if, if you have a couple of rough months because yeah. you put some weight on, you become disenfranchised, you generally find that people step away from that, that longer-term goal. I stress the fact that if you have something to chase in one month, three months, whatever works for you, that's really important because if you can tick a box and say, right, I've had a great three months and that dovetails into six months, that dovetails into nine months and before you know it, we blink and we'll be sitting Mm -hmm. here going, wow, that year just disappeared. That's a a great way I find to keep people on the right path and if you do slip up during the year, it's not the end of everything that you're going to do. You can always reset set another short-term goal and maintain your engagement with whatever that objective may be. So I stress that people don't just put a big, you know, unattainable goal in there at the start of the so, year and say, yeah, right, pick, this pick is Pick yourself it. up, dust yourself off and start all over yeah, again. and I think, you know, set the goal, review the goal, set the goal, review the goal um, because it's it really is something that needs ongoing reviews. And some other good things that people can do is check your costs. You know, it's a great time on holidays, back at work. You may not be running at full capacity. Maybe check your mortgage. Check your interest rate. Check your super fund fees. You know, check your insurance. Mm. Did you need what you had last year? A lot of those sorts of things can be very set and forget. So a good New Year's resolution is to say, right, what do I need and what do I want? And if you can separate your needs and wants, some things are essential. For me, the essentials are things like income protection, Mm. trauma cover, and understanding where your super's going, they'd be three that I'd say, well, I really need those because most people need their salary to be able to live. So protecting it makes a lot of sense. And understanding where your leakage is. A lot of people come in and say, um, oh, can I retire or how much do I need to retire? And when I ask them what they actually live on or what their living costs are, 
Nine out of 10 people have absolutely no idea. So if you can get a handle on what your living costs are, it'll give you some really valuable and powerful information in relation to what you're working towards. Because enough money is never enough. Mm -hmm. You could always have more. You could always spend more. So having a, a really good or solid understanding of, well, these are our fixed costs and these are our discretionary costs. Maybe we can allocate some money to travel this year. Maybe not. We'll have to wait and see what happens on the COVID And where can you go there. anyway? Well, exactly <laughs> yeah. right. So I think I saved more money this year than I have in any year previous. Yeah, look, and I think that's, that's the general theme for most clients. Um, they've then used that to try and increase the value of investment properties, their family home, yeah. and, and things like that, and save and make additional super contributions. So COVID hasn't been all bad, provided that you were proactive mm. and, and made some informed decisions throughout the year, but understood your behaviours like your spending, your mm. saving, and where you're going to put your resources. So those sorts of resolutions are going to be really, really useful for people in 2021. Yeah, I should just correct that. I didn't actually save any money. It's just that I didn't spend so much as I normally would well, spend. Well, there you go. Same thing, I It guess. was reallocated. That's right. Is the new, the new <laughs> catchphrase. We that. reallocated that saving that. to something else. Okay, well, you mentioned there about uh, reviewing your finances. Yep. What should people keep in mind when they are doing exactly that? Yeah, so some, some points there in relation to some New Year's resolutions would be Look at what you have and look at what you need um, because they don't always line up. Mm -hmm. And what I mean is if, if you've got Stan, Netflix, Amazon and Disney and you know you're not watching some of it, throw Foxtel in the mix, actually sit down. You add up all of those over the course of a year every month. If you're not using them, get rid of them. If you want to go and use that for something else, use it for things that are, are meaningful to you so that you know where your money's going. Again, it ties back into that budget and that cash flow understanding because it's amazing how one, two, three, four little things all tallied up can actually be several thousand dollars over the course of 12 months. Um, so work out what you don't need and get rid of it. If you do need to add things, add things that you really need, not you want, okay? There's a big mm -hmm. difference. Mm -hmm. um, don't compare your goals to someone else's. I think one of the big things that I find as well is people become disenfranchised when they're talking to colleagues, friends or associates about how much they saved in 2020. And but you need to keep in mind that you, you can't count money in somebody else's pocket. You know, so yeah. One of my mates said that to me um, many years ago and it's, it's sort of stuck with me because everybody's resources are a little bit different. You might have one kid, two kids, no kids, husband, partner, and any manifestation of that where your expenses are going to be different to people that you work with, people you play golf with, people you play netball with. So worry about what you can do, not what you can do compared to somebody else because I find that's been a very good way of becoming disenfranchised because you may not be able to save as much of them, then become upset about that and then throw away all the good work that you've done throughout the year. So worry about yourself, not what other people do. Don't be unrealistic. It's very nice to say, oh, I'd like to buy a Ferrari at the end of the year. Now, if you know that you're not going to be able to save that amount of money, don't go and set yourself mm -hmm. up to fail by being unrealistic. Keep things in mind. And if you want to have, again, a short-term goal that's attainable, a slightly bigger goal in the middle of the year and an even bigger goal at the end of the year, if you can achieve your goals throughout the year, there's a very good chance or a greater likelihood that you'll be able to tick off the big ones at the end of the year. And I also say to people, keep in mind that you should reward yourself for hitting a goal. If you set something for three months and you hit it, 
then go out and do whatever you like mm. doing. Buy yourself some new golf shoes. Buy yourself some Jimmy shoes. Buy yourself whatever you feel like doing that you really mm. like that keeps you engaged with the process throughout the year because you've worked really hard to achieve something. Reward yourself so that you're doing something for a reason, which I find keeps you engaged and keeps you moving forward in the right direction. Well, as you, you as we know, this year or the last year, 2020, has been, quote, unprecedented. Mm. Uh, and a lot of people, you know, their, their spending patterns changed quite a bit. Mm, uh, for instance, just very quickly, my mate, the fishmonger, mm-hmm. uh, you know, while lockdown was on and when it was all, you know, all, it was all hitting the fan. And I said, how are you going? He said, oh, we're going really well. He said, people are buying lobster. Mm. He said, well, they normally buy prawns, they're coming out and buying lobster. I said, oh, really? He said, yeah, because they can't go to restaurants. Mm. They're saving a hell of a lot of money. Correct. So what are they doing? They're spending it on lobster. Spot on. Yeah, so and I think that's, a, that's an awesome analogy. And I think yeah. people should keep that philosophy moving in 2021. Because the thing that a lot of clients have come in and said over the course of last year is, it's amazing how much money I wasted mm. that I couldn't waste because I couldn't leave my house. So the dry cleaning bills went down, the parking bills went down, the coffee bills went down, the eating out having lunch bills went down because you just didn't do it. Mm. And it's been a real eye-opener because those changes in behaviour result in, wow, look at all this cash sitting in our bank account. Mm. Now, you can come into 2021 with that mentality and go, look what I didn't need in 2020 that I could continue for something that I really like or want to buy or want to put into super and get a bigger tax deduction because I've got additional savings. They're all things that start to compound. And as I say, you know, strategy stacks. If you've got good savings, it gives you a lot more choice. If you've got more choice, you can get more deductions. If you can get more deductions, you can get more super. If you get more super, you get more pension. If you get more pension, you get more money. If you've got more money, you can buy more stuff. Wow, how do we get here? (laughs) But that's, it's it's, everything builds on each other. And it's all discipline really, isn't it? Oh, look, it's Mm. behaviour. And I've I've said in many a show, Good, consistent behaviour will generally outstrip your fly-by-night speckies um, over the longer term because it's that good, consistent behaviour, like going on a diet. Mm. You don't eat well for five days and then binge for two days and expect to lose weight. You have to be consistent over time. And before you know it, one week turns into a month, turns into six months, and before you know it, you have lost your Mm. 20 kilos um, and you feel great about yourself. People feel the same about 2020 when they look in the bank and go, wow, where did that 50 grand come from? How good's that? Okay, just recapping on that for quite a few uh, things in there, mm. but just to recap. Yeah, so the big ones. Um, work out what you don't need and get rid of it. Be realistic. Don't be unrealistic. Get help if you need somebody to make you accountable for your behaviour. Use some software and some technology because we walk around with a pretty powerful computer in our pocket 23 hours of the day. Um, and don't worry about what happens. Just pick yourself up and, and carry on and stay focused on the short term, the medium term, and the longer term. Control your budget, get rid of the waste, look at the things that you need and want, and then just be consistent with good behaviours. They're the, they're the key. If I was going to write a list of, of New Year's Eve resolutions, they'd be the ones that I'd have on my, on my sheet. Luke, what about the top three tips for the new year? Yeah, so if I was going to if I was going to put my top three down, um, it'd be starting with your outgoings. You know, review your costs. Um, get rid of what you don't need and save the difference. And save it into an account that isn't linked to your everyday account. I find that people can have a couple of sherbets on a Friday night and jump on eBay, jump online and do some damage. If you use an account that's not linked to your everyday banking on your phone, it's a really good way to take advantage of out of sight, out of mind. So if they can do that, that'd be really, really good. Mm -hmm. The next thing they could do for 2021, provided we're allowed to, is shop with cash. 
<laughs> well, it, it sounds it sounds dumb. Yeah, I know. But if if you go back to old school behaviour that ties the event and the emotion of buying something to handing the cash over, I've said throughout 2020 that PayWave is like kryptonite to saving and maintaining a budget. So if you can, where you can, take an amount of money out at the start of the week, live to that, and do the best you can to not blow out your discretionary spending by waving the pay wave card around and not knowing where yeah. your cash is going. Well, just on that, the Reserve Bank came out with some interesting figures the other day. In, during COVID times, mm. people are favouring cash over card, even though a lot of uh, shopkeepers mm. prefer card. Yeah, look, and, I'm, a, I'm a big advocate yeah. of cash. And, you know, on a number of shows last year, we spoke about trying to control your budget, work on your savings. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that is a way that people can see an immediate impact and maintain those great behaviours that they've been forced to take advantage of through 2020. Mm. If you shop with cash, you'll know exactly where the money's going. You'll you'll then have that choice that you had when you were much younger. What am I going to spend my pocket money on? Mm. And You got pocket money. <laughs> back in the day. Um, and if my kids are listening, you can definitely have some. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's one that I think has great value yeah. that's overlooked, and especially for the younger generation that are fairly tech savvy and waving watches around and doing that sort of stuff. Um, I'm not against technology. I'm pro-technology. But mm. if you want to change your spending behaviours, the best thing to do is put an amount of money in your wallet and use that over the seven days so that you can actually force yourself to make choices. I've got this much left. What am I going to put it on? Not wave the card around and know mm. that you can pay for it later. So that would be my second one. Mm-hmm. And the third one is get some help. There's some things in here that you know we've talked about budgets, we've talked about savings, we've talked about interest rates, loans, mortgages, all sorts of other things. Get your mortgage broker involved. If you don't have one, give us a ring. We'll put you in touch with someone. Get an evaluation of your costs. If you could save $300, $400, $500 a month on your mortgage because you think that 3.2% is a good rate and it should be 2.45, give us a call. We'll put you in touch with somebody. It doesn't cost anything. The worst that you could find out is what you have is really sharp and really cost effective. And that provides a lot of peace of mind that you're not wasting. Because a lot of people come into my office and go, we just want to do the best we can with our money. And one of the the, the easiest things you can do is look at your costs, get your accountant involved, look at your business, look at your outgoings, look at your expenses, you know, get a planner involved, look at contributions, just get some help because you don't have to do it by yourself. And there are a number of third-party professionals out there that can do all of the legwork for you and probably make you aware of things that you don't even know exist. Um, so I'd, I'd say to people, get some help, because what you'll pay to get help in, in, in general terms will far outweigh the, the, the cost of getting the help when it's compared to what you'll save over the longer term, either through a change in cost or through a change in behaviour. I guess it doesn't really matter, you know, what sort of wage frame you're on, whether you're on the upper echelon or whether you're down below. It's still the, the principle is still the same, isn't it? I find, I find people that earn more have bigger problems. Okay. And the reason I say that is I generally find that they have the attitude that, well, I earn enough, I can just spend this and I'll save it later. When people have less to work with, they are far more aware of where there is money's going because there's no other option. Mm. When you've got enough or more than you need and you can buy this and you can buy that and I will, we'll just save next month, their attitude towards saving is I find is very, very different. So it it's sort of contrary to popular belief but – um, the more you earn, the more you spend. It's 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 the same across the board, but the discretionary side of higher income um, is is far more loose than it is on a, on a lower tax bracket. But you're right, the behaviour is the same no matter mm-hmm. what you earn because everybody can make an informed decision to improve their position. And 
like losing weight. The more you lose, the more you train, the more you lose, the more you train. It's the same on this side. The more you save, the better you feel. The more you save, the better you feel, mm. the less you waste. Mm. And then you can go out and buy A, B, and C, whichever you've set as your goal for three months, six months, 12 months, whatever you want to come at it with. So, you know, actively make a choice to improve your situation. And I'm not saying, you know, save every penny and live in a tent, not by any stretch of the imagination, but just do a little bit more, a little bit sooner, and do it in an account that's not tied to your everyday online banking because then there's less chance that you'll have a couple of wines on a Friday night and spend it on eBay. So if people can just do these little things over time... After the month I've had, if I have a few wines on this Friday night, I won't be able to get on the computer. <laughs> well, as, as my mates well know, a couple, of, a couple yeah. of drinks on a Friday night can generally end up with a, you know, a pair of shoes turning up in about <laughs> 10 days in the post. So I'm guilty yeah, it of it myself. Happen. It does and happen. One of the things yeah. I've said this year is I'm going to try and, and do the same. But you can't sort of deny yourself if you really want <gasps> something. No, you, exactly right. That and that's why balance. I mean, I, I, people, I use the term budget and save mm. and people hear, oh, you know, you're anti-spending. I'm pro-spending. Anybody that knows me, I am pro-spending. <laughs> I really am. Within reason. Yeah, you I know. saw your car. You have to, <laughs> you have to live... You have to do things. You have to, you have to enjoy the journey. Yeah. You know, it's not a case of retirement, retirement. Enjoy the journey. Just sharpen the edges on both ends. And, and generally speaking, you'll be in a much better position like we've seen with COVID. Mm-hmm. It sharpened the pencil for us in 2020 and people have got a lot more money in the bank or they've had a number of innovations done that would have been money that was spent on lunches, coffees and, and, and yeah. all sorts of waste um, that doesn't have any real value to you long term. Yeah, I guess you, you, you're totally right. I mean, you, if you lock yourself up and say, I'm not going to spend any money and, you know, no. you deny yourself a few little yeah. pleasures in life, oh, well, look, it's, it's a one-way trip. It's it's all about the journey. Mm. Um, you know, it's all about just controlling mm. that discretion. Okay, let's uh, wind up as we always do. Where can listeners get more information? Yep, so 6260-4749. Number hasn't changed. Um, you can give Barb a ring and, uh, and, and make a time to catch up. Uh, there's still some spots left in February, I think, but March is... Uh, March is fast approaching already. Um, we've got the podcast, The Strategy Stacker, on iTunes and Spotify. Um, we've got the YouTube channel, Envision Financial Canberra, where we've got the recordings of the shows and all of the key takeouts, so you can stop it, pause it, check it, mm-hmm. wind it back and watch it on your phone. Um, and we've got envisionfinancial.com.au. That's Envision with an E. We've got the Knowledge Centre there, so you can subscribe to that. It's free. And there's a library of technical information, calculators, tools, and all sorts of things. If okay. you're more of the technically-minded sort, you can you can wade through that as well. So, All right, my friend, you have a wonderful weekend. Next week, we'll be back with Leon Delaney. He'll be in the That's chair. It. And we'll see, you in a, we'll see you later in the year. See you when he goes on holiday again. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he promised me he'd be back on Monday, so I hope he... That's good, on so. You. good on you, Luke. Luke Smith from uh, Envision Financial back next... Uh, next Friday at half past four.